Hey guys, welcome to another episode of MC Anime. I am C Anime, and we're back with the co-host today, Leah. So how are you doing today? I am doing fantastic. It is a start of another week, but we're getting closer to summertime, so it finally got warm again here down in the south, yeah. so I've been in a good mood. You've been in a good mood. Oh, so. yeah. I mean, I enjoyed winter, but... Mm. But I, I miss the beaches, and I miss like doing the ac- outside activities. So, would you be in a good mood discussing your uh, in this particular episode our most hated, uh, most annoying characters? Anime's most annoying, uh, most annoying characters. What are they? Anime's most annoying characters. First off, that's always up for debate, depending on who you're talking to. Yeah, no. <laughs> that's always up for debate. <laughs> We did pick our five who we have, but we also have our own personal list that like fit yeah. close in our heart, which I'm excited to kind of go over. Um, yeah, so we'll be talking about I, your list is. I don't know. I, I don't. Did you add a? Yeah, if you want, add a third one. Um, but yeah, it's speculative. But the uh, the five main characters that we be showing later. Are statistically more annoying in the community, so they're like high ranking because of that. We kind of remove personal opinion about that. So, but let's first start with our personal list because I think it'd be a good comparison. Um, okay. you, want, you want to share what you thought was the most annoying characters in your personal opinion? Um, yeah, I I know you didn't agree, but I have, have Gohan, first and foremost, always will be annoying to me. Forever. He's from he's from Dragon Ball. What they did to him, very frustrating. And then I also have a uh, Koga uh Tomo, who is from I Dream of Funny Girl Senpai. Mm-hmm. Um, I find her to be very frustrating. Fit as mm-hmm. as as she is in the plot. And then lastly, uh as as a natural entry, I of course have Elizabeth from Seven Deadly Sins. Um, wow, yeah, yeah, she's pretty she annoying. Is, she's pretty annoying. Yeah, she. I think I think like her and Minato are like if you're thinking new age anime, you're yeah. just like oh yeah, annoying. So those are mine. Those are my people. <laughs> Who do you have? Oh, Gohan. I mean, it's like of course you want to pick a child. Of course they're annoying. With all children, you put Gohan. It's like, Gohan's like lower unless the most annoying. <laughs> but hey, Gohan's Gohan. He is. He's a he's an OG. We love him, but what they did to his character, still very frustrating. <laughs> still, still frustrating for his universe. Yeah, I can agree on that one. So... Uh, the three that I have is Excalibur, uh, Neon Einstein, and Foxy. Um, let's go with Foxy. Okay. Foxy's a joke. Um, I can't really take him seriously. And he's in One Piece, of course. But we're introduced to Foxy in a really weird way. They go to this uh, whatever thousand armed tribe island or whatever. That's where his headquarters at. Mm-hmm. And these are not these are like fellow episodes. They're not really super relevant to the plot of One Piece. And Fuck is a very annoying character. <laughs> I mean, he. They designed him to look annoying. Anybody who's yeah. wearing those old, like, weird pilgrim shoes that, like, yeah. point up towards the sky, yeah, you're going to want to punch them in the face 100%. Just right away. <laughs> the backseat fight, whatever it's called, the entire teammate, all the pirate crews go against each other in some weird, ridiculous competitions, and his pirate crew has just all these people from all these different backgrounds all these different races represented. It's like, whoa, okay. Backspot pirates. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh. 
Mm. And the fact that he's like a treat a cheater and like a trickster with you yep. beat him. And his personality is like super confident, but if you say anything that doesn't boost him up, he gets so sad and yeah, upset. Yeah. No slow food. Anything he touches becomes super slow. Yes. Or something like that. And then he can speed it up and then it's like hit you because you're not expecting the slowness. I don't know. He can deactivate it, come back at you, and then boom. It's like, okay. <laughs> and the thing is, like, his, like, his cannonball, like, slowing down and speeding him up, he has great, he has great abilities. And if he wasn't so annoying, I think people would like him more. Yeah. But that's okay. <laughs> There's enough characters in, in One Piece that you, we can let oh. this, like, go to the, the trash pile. There's a lot pile. of annoying characters in One Piece, okay? There's a lot, but I went with Foxy just because of oh the hairstyle. He flipping looks like a a bad fifties pop star that's just ugly. <laughs> I don't know. He kind he. Oh. I don't know if you ever watched the old like claymation um, Christmas movies, the ones that were like oh, Rudolph God. and like Snow Miser and and Heat Miser. That's what he reminds me of. He like the big nose, the weird body shape, like a deflated balloon. It's just nothing good. Nothing good. This mm-hmm. this man wasn't dealt a lot of wins, but yeah, it is what it is. Oh my gosh! And then Excalibur. Oh, oh gosh! Just to say this, he's a royal pain. And nobody, he's strong. He's strong. He's strong. He literally have to talk. He he talks to people to death. They'll just say that. His you know role what? in Soul Eater is that he's so hard to wield because he talks to the death, and he just babbles on all the time. And very you know, few people I'm... can deal with that. I, I'm going to give it to him. I, like, normally when you have a very powerful weapon or something that basically would make the character OP once they attain it, uh, getting that, normally you just have to go through hard trials, like something that's physically exhaustive, um, mm-hmm. mentally, spiritually, magic, whatever. But yeah. for Excalibur, you just have to deal with being annoyed 100% of the time if you want to be able to use him. And I think that the fact that a lot of people are just like, you know what? <laughs> Forget it. Like, no thank you. That power I, don't need it. We'll just say that Mimi and the and Leah. We cannot even stand one day with the guy. And the person who's wielding in F so evil sits with us in the entire time. And it's like, you know what? Congratulations on wielding an Excalibur. You earned it. <laughs> Uh, See, yeah. Yeah. Uh and then we have uh uh Nin Einstein. She's very vindictive and get like really evil and her character development basically showed tropes of uh obsessive O C D character who's just annoying just by nature. The weird part about for Nina, though, is like, one, Nina is an annoying name. And also her character yep. design makes you think that she's going to be like the helpful bookworm or mm-hmm. the one who's like more reserved and, and you can rely on them, the reliable team member who's always on top of their stuff. Yep. But instead, she's just the worst. <laughs> no one likes her. From beginning to end, which is that's 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 a good one. That's how you know they're a super annoying character is when from the first moment you meet them until they're no longer on the mm-hmm. screen, and even the fact that she like doesn't die, I think also yeah. <laughs> like adds to yeah. it. Where you're like, really, the people I love out of here. Nina though, perfectly fine. True. Just just good. She's fine, so, and she yeah. looks so she looks so yeah. unassuming. Yeah. Yeah, I had to get it to her. She knows when the vindictive OCD can come in handy. So, yeah. so uh, personal list. Kind of interesting developing the personal list because there's a lot of characters who are annoying. 
Mm-hmm. I, I agree with all yours. Gohan is a really strange choice. Like, he's so low on the totem pole of the annoying character. I think you're thinking that because you're looking at just annoyability in regards to normal annoying characteristics. Like, they're crazy, yeah. emotionally oh. unstable, stuff like that. But when I think of Gohan in the context of Dragon Ball Z, he, or just Dragon Ball, he is one of the main characters who, like, even when the fate of the multiverse was at hand, Gohan was still like, I would love to teach. No one cares. <laughs> like, no one cares, Gohan. They had to convince him to fight, and I hate that the most. And it's like a, oh, it's a shonen jump, like, OG. more annoying than Gohan? Who? Pan. Yeah. Yeah, I would say, I would say by episode-wise, absolutely. But in regards to when I think of how th- how this applies when I'm watching the show, I have yelled more at Gohan trying to be a regular domestic, like, simple man than I have yelled at, like, Vegeta just being like, you know what, I'll blow us all up. Like, <laughs> Vegeta says so many out-of-pocket things, but Gohan with his, I just want to be home with my family mindset, it just, it just annoys me. It, it does. And this uh-huh. is like, a fighting show. Man. Oh, I just can't get over the fact Gohan beat Pan in your eyes. Oh. Yeah. Oh, gosh. This is why personal list, this this is why you got to hold him close. Look, I I love Gohan. I love to see that he's trying to be a good dad and all that wonderful stuff. But at least like when Krillin decided to stop fighting and just be a cop, he still had you know, Android 18 want to fight. Like, she was like, yeah, I'm going to protect my family. We had to convince Gohan for multiple episodes when Super came out. He was not on the roster. Even though everybody was like, yeah, Gohan will be there. He was not trying to come. Gohan was doing everything in his power to not be involved. And it's not the first time he's done that. So he's on, that's why he's on my list. Okay. That's fair. So, uh, top five characters. This is across the board. We have removed personal choice out of it. We have ranked characters in the community who objectively are, yes, are annoying and have different reasons why they are annoying. Mm-hmm. And they had different rankings throughout the community of order, so I think the variety of that way is also interesting too. Um. So, who will we be talking about? Oh, simple. Uh, Kiro, Yuki, Taro, Taro, Amano. Nina Einstein, Excalibur, Misa Amane, and Nobuku Sogo. Oh, boy. All right. It's a pretty solid list, I would say. Yeah, it's it's interesting. All of these people are annoying. All of these people I I Uh, trip down the stairs. Like, I don't like any of these characters. So well, do you want to start with Yuki uh Toro. Yeah, let's use yeah. uh Yuki Toyu Amaro. And Mero Amaro. So what do you think yeah, about so... Yuki Amaro? Um, I think the way I feel about Yuki is that for some reason he feels like a necessary evil but only because he's the main protagonist. If he wasn't, I probably wouldn't dislike him as much. If he was, yeah. like, maybe the lo- rival love interest or just the best friend, that'd be fine. But, nope, he's who we've got. His yeah. indecisiveness and unenthusiastic lifestyle is what we've got. <laughs> yeah. Is what we got to deal with. And, uh, How about he's, you? Uh, I don't know. He's from Future... He, he's from the di- Future Diary? Believe. Yeah, yes. he's the protagonist, mm-hmm. unmotivated. He's 
Uh, I think he's hated for the simple fact that he just gives up and does not contribute to the plot like other main characters do. We have him. We don't want him, but he's there. And if anyone hasn't seen Future Diary, if you if you know the uh, Sundare like love type for female characters, the obsessive ones, his girlfriend is the poster child of this. <laughs> so mm, yeah. yeah, like Gasai is the poster child for it. You know Gasai, and she is absolutely crazy. So her yep. intensity. When it's paired with looking at a mono, it's very frustrating because you're just looking at him yeah, and you're like, why aren't you reacting? <laughs> like, why are you not getting mad and all that stuff? You, you know, know, having you, a bit more urgency. <laughs> I'm just going to say it. He's super emotional. He has that personality that just blushed up in tears. They're stressing to traumatic situations. Power and bow. Coward, coward in battle. Uh, he's literally taking advantage of Yuno for protection. No confidence. Mm-hmm. Uh, submissive to co- confrontation. He's aware and feels the insanity that Yuno has for him. But she wants. He wants to keep her sane, forgiving her mistakes and keeping her from murdering others. Yes. So essentially, if you in if you think about Amano, he is kind of like a carbon copy of Shinji from mm. um, Neon Genesis. But instead of it being where Shinji is battling a lot of things and he doesn't at least have a murderous yeah, well eh, that he does kind of have a murderous psycho love interest. But in in regards to Future Diary, um, Amano kind of just doesn't seem to have the same reactions that we get from Shinji. There is cowardness and like shielding away from confrontation. But I don't think oh, I yeah. can't remember a moment where Amano, like I looked at him and I was just like, you know what? I relate to you. <laughs> like even when he was being cowardly for things that kind of made sense, I was just like, come on. It's been the whole show. You gotta do something. Like try. Stand up. <laughs> like he oh, never yeah. did it. Yeah. And poor Yuno. She has to keep defending someone who can't reliably defend themselves. I would say poor Yuno, but I, it's just toxic all around. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> it's like, it's not good for anybody all around. And oh at least she's strong. If that's the only thing I can say. At least she has the stronger willpower to do something. So you get that dichotomy, but. I, I'm not rooting for him. I never rooted for him. I rooted for her. I was like, you would, would do what you want. You deserve it. But for him, okay. Here's what frustrates me the most about him. He has the capacity mm-hmm. to be a god. Mm-hmm. He just doesn't have the ambition for it. Compared to other yeah. characters who are like not able to fight, typically have like a really strong protector. He's able to fight, but he relies on the protector so much that we see Yuno as more of a character, as a main character in the anime than him. I'm sorry, but like, come on. You're not a main character just like that. Yuno gets so much more spotlight because she's doing more of the battle for you. She might as well just be the main character and get it done with. I mean... I th- I I'm gonna say like we'll delve into it. We'll delve into it more when we kind of talk about the characteristics that makes these type of people annoying. But it's the same way for Tokyo Revengers with Tamaguchi. Oh, no. It's like the <laughs> most, um, un, like for one, he doesn't even look like a main character, even with the Mohawk. It's like you look at him and you're just like, okay, he's not strong. He does have the ability to defend himself because of the time skip and him being an adult, basically. And then everyone else is basically the main character that you want to see, but we're stuck with this one unenthusiastic, almost kind of like unmotivated guy. So it's, it's really annoying. It's so annoying. 
You're like, you don't deserve this title. Take the MC away. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. They just oaks every. He just. It, that's what makes him annoying. That's what makes him annoying. <laughs> yeah, this is a good uh, transition to uh, Nina Einstein. Another character annoying in many ways, but annoying in a different way. Nina isn't the useless in full capacity type of character, but the whole love interest involvement mm. for her character makes it that much worse. Her obsession yeah. with the princess is just, girl, get a grip. Yeah. She's emotionally insecure. Uh, she the obsessive crush on uh, Eupinia and Britannia. And uh, she was as a goddess. It's it's really weird. So she becomes obsessive. Yeah. So obsessive and vindictive. If anyone crosses a potential of interest, she just becomes insane. So kind of like how we we said about you know for. Um, our, our last pick, how she has a Sundari type of mindset and characteristics and, and profile, but not in a fun way. It's, you're not rooting for her at any time, which I think is the main difference. If you don't root for them to be kind of crazy and obsessive mm-hmm. and win, it sucks. <laughs> Every time they show up, you're just like, you are the worst. Therapy is an option. Yeah, and here's a quote from her. No, you're not. You're 11. You're 11 and you pretend to be my friend. Give back to me. Give back Princess Euthenia. I need her. She was a goddess to me. And yes, everything's capitalized. Of course it is. Everything she said and the intensity that she said it in. It is also important to know while she is annoying, we have to give credit where credit is due when it comes to the crazy face that like fishbowl lens type of like middle like look down when their eyes like span out and they're like grabbing their face nina amazing she knows how to play crazy mm-hmm. to a t yeah oh man i don't know like She's very timid and shy, distant from other people, but like paranoid towards other people outside of the Britannia. And it's when the princess comes in that she becomes unhealthy to the point of desire and emotional reliance. Yeah. Yeah, I mean this this is a show that's been out for a while, and mo in a good bit of people yep. have seen um Kogis, but if you haven't yeah but yes, <laughs> but if you haven't seen Kogis, I don't want to spoil some of the actions she does that really makes not no. only is she the worst but completely <laughs> crazy, yes, like I thought about it, and I was like, oh my God, I forgot she did that, but let's just say. Um, <laughs> everything that you would not want from like the quiet kid in school to like turn into or like ha- the obsessive crush to turn into all those true crime stuff think of think of Nina she was named after Albert Einstein um, but she she's smart but she's mm-hmm. crazy so that kind of yeah. numbs her down it evens her out I guess and then you know there's a transition She's emotionally and mentally unhinged. Mass violence, you know, revenge. You know, not tell you why she seeks that revenge, but she's she's also she's broken. She's broken. She's a broken woman, but she's also like she's so broken that her motive for revenge is actually better understandable. Than the Lush. So <laughs> I would just say you that. Know, I, you know what? I don't think it's more understandable. I think we're just used to it more. Because in these, yeah, like, when it comes yeah. to Sudarika, yeah, we're like, 
oh, okay, they're obsessed, so that's why we can excuse every like not excuse, but that's the reason for all the stuff that they do. But uh, for an illusion, there was layers to it, and I I get it. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's not she's not great. She um I wouldn't make her a part of your like friend group. Oh no. Um, oh no. Heck no. 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 If you meet I this will... person, you run. Oh no 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 no. I want one. I will literally say she's a witch and do Salem witch trials. The confidence in you thinking she wouldn't beat it. Because that's the thing. When it comes to people who are the obsessive lover type or obsessive like want to be lover type, they'll fake it until they make it. So I feel like she I don't care about making it to them make it. I'm gonna get on the fire brigade and get on going with it. All right, fire force. If you think you can get her, <laughs> I believe in you. But I, I, I don't know. I, my thing is that if you don't out crazy crazy, you find out real fast that like you made a mistake. <laughs> and I, for Nina, she's oh. shown that if you don't out crazy crazy with her. She will make you pay, even if you had nothing to do with it. You were just a person eating a sandwich in the general area where she was just like, all of this, get rid of it. So, <sighs> yeah, not great, but it's true. It is. <laughs> I can't believe what the stage about her. She's, uh, she's up there. She is. She is. Oh gosh. And, and we would I would like to note in regards to this list that there are people who are kind of on the top ten, like the most obvious ones that people would put as their most hated characters and most annoying. Um, but mainly most hated. But for these characters that we're listing, the more you think about it, the angrier you you get. Like some people just do outrageous things and you're just like, you're the worst. But these characters don't stop. The whole time they're there, the worst. Beginning to end. So do you want to go on to your next one? <laughs> we have yes. on the list. Uh, using, using your oh, top Excalibur. Excalibur. Oh, gosh. This guy. <laughs> Where do we even begin? People don't I mean, beginning or go off with the tail of Excalibur. Uh, the culture reference to Excalibur is deprived from the sword of the same name that once belonged to King Arthur. Uh, Arthur legend, the weapons attribute with magical powers and associated with the rightful sovereignty of Great Britain. So that's the symbolism and the history. And they apply that legendary weapon, the same name, in Soul Eater. It's a weapon of such class and distinguished ability that the reason why it's hard to wield is because of his personality. Yeah. A holy sword, but super annoying. Super, super annoying. Um, I don't... I, I think it's like if you could imagine any of the characters in like those nineties or eighties movies where the like main character is trying to go do something important and they have that really talkative, annoying neighbor. Um, that's kind of like Excalibur, but except from them just being a random side character, you mm-hmm. need him. Like he's really strong and really valuable, but he's super annoying. As strong as he is, as annoying as he is. Oh, and yeah. nobody likes those character stats. Zero out of ten. Zero charisma. Yeah. <laughs> In character it's... builder, they gave him nothing. Yeah. And Excalibur is kind of special because he's a, a pre-existing demon weapon into properties. But Excalibur has a personality. Uh, he doesn't apply to those typical restrictions. In actuality, it's considered compatible with his wavelength, thus compatible with wielding him. So... Yes. Wavelength and wielding him. His wavelength is literally someone who can t- stand him for like whatever 
you know what? A lifetime. Let's just say that. I think they had the. He was out there for like a, a hundred days. Something like that. I think the weirdo had to like endure so much, and then when he got him, he just never stops ranting about. I don't know. This guy can literally do a self monologue, and if you're not careful, he can just. Make you die of boredom. Die of boredom. You call you a fool while doing it. Yo, call you a fool for all these different. Oh, he also has. Okay, uh, here's another thing. He has all these different rules. He has to follow every single rule. There's like a thousand plus rules, and just goes listing them every one by one. You have to agree to it. You have to comply to it. If you don't, you don't use him. And a lot of people that go to search for Excalibur, it's not because they can't uh, wield the weapon, like pull a sword out of the stone. They can't stand Excalibur. Which is fair. I'm going to be honest. Um, I think it, I think it's understandable that Somebody as powerful and great as he is, it's going to have some unreasonable demands. That's fine. But when they're very talkative, uh, they're, they think they're funny while being a jerk. And then they you, you have to deal with them the whole time. Yep. I can absolutely see how a great oh, yeah. hero is just like, forget this. I'd rather become stronger on my own and find a different weapon, a different legendary weapon um, than this one. Yep. And how are Contrary to his unique trait, the number of people counted as his partner of the various centuries remains relatively few. There's a solely the fact that no individual is able to withstand his personality for prolonged periods of time. And he's super, super narcissistic. The detective personality is only exacerbated by his short temperament and patience, making him sufferable to all but a choose, chosen few. He sounds like the love child of a retail middle manager and a stand-up comedian, where he just sounds like the absolute worst of both of those. He's loves being in charge. He's literally insufferable. But also, but he also makes jokes, which is the worst. Yeah. If you know how this, it's like when Squidward and SpongeBob. We were like, yeah, <laughs> he's miserable to be around. But at least he's not cracking jokes a hundred percent of the time. Excalibur, you have to deal with him having his stand-up bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's just like, all right, <laughs> we got jokes in here. And it calls you a fool when you're trying to do stuff. I I would give up too. I'm I'm sure of it. So let's see, he was serious with King Arthur and with a Shinigami. Shinigami was able to stand with stand him for such long. Yeah, the fairies and my Shinigami, they're Unfortunately, stuck with him. Let's see. Unfortunately. Going to Frankenstein in the anime, Soul Eater, the strongest weapon in the world, false appeal to the Death Scythe, Death Weapon Master, and Fable Weapons. Uh, the Great Old One. His soul wavelength is at a godly level, and its very presence is able to render a person mad. Despite the great power... And when the both of them were members of the eight Reaper Legions, Sora was stated by death to be the strong warlords. He has transformation. All kinds of stuff. I love Madness Wavelength. Reputed to have the Madness Wavelength on par with the... But yeah. Drives men to insanity. That's his role. You don't get along. You have to be on a certain wavelength. What do you think about that? About being on a certain wavelength? Um, I've talked to enough surfer guys who have said this exact lie <laughs> to be like, you're just annoying. Like, you're just actually annoying. You're making other people deal with how annoying you are if they want to hang out with you. And it's it's never worth it. I think even though he's very strong, and you can maybe get some benefits out of him. Oh, God. Um, so for dude. The sacrifice. 
the oh. sacrifice necessary, not worth it. Not worth it for you, your mental health, your your peace of mind, your nap times, nothing. Nothing you know at what? all. You know the character in Soldier that gets this partner with uh, Excalibur? He's just a normal guy. He doesn't really have much power to himself. And he's a I don't know, he's the glass wearing kind and he has low self confidence. So <laughs> perfect. The whim uh, the weaker being is now able to wear the strongest weapon in the world and somehow is not annoyed by Excalibur, but actually takes notes and does hard training by hit Excalibur personally training him on what his rules are. And the just nonsense that Excalibur is. I I would not be able to keep up with it. I would be driving to insanity just like the other people. I would probably just dig a hole and cover my face. What about you? Um, probably trying to toss it into the ocean, if I'm being honest. Just anything oh, to get away. <sighs> but I do think it's it's good to note that, like, if if you can match up with the weapon of your choosing and you can deal with their personality, then it's perfect. And Excalibur found that eventually. So for a thousand no's, you only need one yes. Um, but I would not be that yes. I yeah. would be a no. Yeah. I would yeah, I'd be a no, like Randy from American Idol. Like I'd be saucy about it, but it's still a no. <laughs> American Idol, oh gosh. All right. Well that's excalable. Oh, he's exhausting. Let's go to Misa. Anime from Death Note. Oh, Misa. Um, how does she annoy me? Let me count the ways. Um, <laughs> she, Misa, was the the goth girlfriend, Twitch streaming type of chick that before we knew what the blueprint was, Misa was there. <laughs> she she is obsessive and. You know what? I will give her one point of being 100% down to do whatever Light needs her to do. But outside of that, absolutely annoying. Oh, yeah. To hate the voice, hate the, hate the like movements she makes and the way she like has her mannerisms, hate, hate the way that she like navigates through the craziness that is this intense cat and mouse game. Oh, yeah. Can't stand her. How about the eyes of Shinigami? She doesn't care that she would just disregard her life to basically be able to get the eyes of a Shinigami to see a person's name. She doesn't care. You can just look at the person and say, yeah, I know your name. You know what? The thing is, I think that makes me mad about Misa is that I wish I cared that little. Like, you know, because the whole time you're watching the show is and she's from Death Note. Um, But Akira doesn't get this power, but he's using her. But that's the thing. I think that's that it's even more frustrating. Yeah, I think that's the thing that makes it frustrating. So instead of it going to the person where you're like, this is gonna progress the plot like crazy, it's given to a, a obsessive girlfriend type, like idol type chick, and she doesn't care about none of it. Only thing she cares about is light. And it's mm-hmm. like <laughs> imagine trying to do world domination and the only thing you can depend on is the person with the real power thinking you're hot. Like, Light had literally <laughs> had to be like, I cannot gain weight. <laughs> like, I, oh I cannot get pimples. I can't change my hairstyle. I can't wear a different shirt. He literally was like, I have to be her ideal type or it's game over. And her ideal type was being treated mean and then, like, being told what to do. So I guess they were perfect for each other. Oh but it was still upsetting. <laughs> Just I mean, upsetting. if you want, you can dress up in like '80s boots and 
all the leg warmers and all that stuff if you want to do that. Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> gonna be up, be gonna be up, gonna be up front with you. And you know what? I think the reason why Misa gets so much more hate uh, than uh, and it, you know what? Yep, it's a spoiler. I'm not. But in uh, regards to this, yeah, the Shinigami aspect and her connection to it just makes oh, you matter. Like this girl is getting all. She's batting ten out of ten out of ten, and. This, yeah, like she's just killing it the whole show. She's doing yeah. great. She cares the least. Exactly. Yeah. I, I don't know. With her, I feel like she achieves what she wants. And it's also her Shinigami. Like, Shinigami. Oh, really? Yeah. He's just like so nonchalant and just try to be supportive. Goes with the flow. Doesn't really bat an eye how crazy she is. Doesn't really care. She got the best Shinigami for what what her personality is. Like, imagine if she got Ryuk. Ryuk is the messiest Shinigami I've ever seen in my life. This man is sitting there in the corner chuckling while he's like, (laughs) you're you're doing world domination right now? Instead of finals? That's what you're doing right now. Like, this is what you want to do with your life. And he just laughs and eats an apple. Like, thank thank God he wasn't with her. (laughs) Like, who knows what would have happened? Oh, gosh. Yeah, but to me, light is more important than the world. Oh, gosh. Like, but if she, if she didn't happenly get the Death Note, would she actually be attracted to a Kira like this? To light? Honestly, I think so. I still think she would be attracted to him because she she likes a challenging, extremely different type. So she likes a guy who, of course, is handsome mm. and popular, but light has something else, or Kira has something mm-hmm. else to him that was it's just fascinating it's like mm-hmm. he's smart he's ruling the world the best detectives in the world can't find him and he's also doing something that no one else has done so oh, yeah. like all his other fanatics i think her love for him as the serial killer and world l- ruler mm-hmm. and as him as a person were both genuine love so i think so you know hyperactive impulsive but childlike uh, evidenced by her tendency to speak in third person. Idiotic by many, she's shown to have moments of intelligence such as tricking and so uh, c- yeah. Did you stop doing this just Oh my gosh, she just keeps going. She's generally nice to those who meet. Quite cool. She tells Light she can kill. Any other girl he dates, despite said girls being part of his plan to appear as a young man and deflect suspicion from himself and Misa. So, yeah. Even if it involves other women, she's just a crazy girlfriend you just can't get rid of. Once you start dating her, you have signed your life away. I mean, I'm going to be honest. I kind of feel like she's doing a great job. Again, if you can't out crazy the crazy, you're stuck. And I, I think Lisa knows crazy the crazy. You just deal with the crazy in this case. Like yeah, that's the thing. You had to. You had to. Excel was worse than Misa. Okay, Misa. You just you're forced to accept her. Excalibur, you get at least drives you insane and not give you a choice. She does not give you a choice. You have no choice but to accept her. Yeah, she forces you to accept her. Excalibur can literally just wants the cream of the crop, the needle in the haystack to accept him. He does not care who accepts him. It's just that one person, that chosen one, he will wait for centuries to have that person. So she's impatient. He's like 
fucking patient for their centuries. I oh my gosh. And look, I think that the main thing that makes it more despicable when it comes to Misa is because she looks at it as like this love aspect. And there is a there is an extent in which a beautiful female being completely obsessed with you. Of course, everyone has an ego, but for her, light is trying to take over like the world and she is refusing to leave his side. And so you're so caught up in this like Sherlock Holmes battle of the mind things that when she comes in, you're just like, yo, <laughs> leave. Get out of here. And she she doesn't. Yeah, she just doesn't. Yeah, well, pretty much what Misa is. She's very vital to the plot, though. It's the second Akira. So that is something. The unexpected duo that just now gives me game of no gay, no life vibes all over again. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Let's discuss the final character here. Nibuki Sugo. Oh boy. If you don't know, he's the fairy king, Obion, or Abowich, and the main antagonist of Sword Art Online, the second season. Fairy dance. Um, you him? He forcing her sooner to marry him and continuing his search for him can sell her and become the god of the world? The worst. Not only is he creepy and rich, and feels untouchable. He has a very punchable face. Oh yeah, definitely. A very very punchable face, and of course, fairy king. Everyone loves like the elves look and all of that. And the name Oberon is just a great name. Yeah, king of the fairies. Like thank you Shakespeare. And um, yeah, he ruins that for everybody. He doesn't he doesn't care about any of our feelings. So. <laughs> Here we are. I had okay. I have vivid memories of him. I had him on the most hated anime character poll. You know, we had the scientist from FMA transforming his daughter and dog into a chimera. Uh, mm-hmm. The shield, my rising of the shield hero. Princess is just a fucking oh gosh. Oh, Dad, oh, um, multi, multi, yeah, the, yeah. Uh, from school days. Uh, he's up there. I mean, the uh, most hated characters ever in that poll. I did that for a blog. That was very popular. People like voting. The top two is like either FMA and my shield as a rising as a shield hero. So that was interesting. But FMA still took it for the most hated character. And he was one of them. He was up there. Oh, gosh. I think there's just some, you, you know, like, there is that very fine line um, between the underdog trope and, like, yeah. the sleazy, like, super smart guy trope that falls in anime all the time. Like, either... The guy has like the nerdy look and then there's really great qualities about him and he comes out on top or they usually make them into being like the super smart CEO type of guy who's in technology or something of that nature. And then they do horrible, heinous crimes and you hate them. Like you hate oh. them so much. Like the class president type, you hate them, can't stand them. And um, uh, Nobuyuki fell right into that. Oh, yeah. And the thing is, the second season of F, uh, uh, Sword Art Online is that the Fairy King Guild and all that stuff, it's only really one person affected uh, by his crime. It's Asuna. Yeah. Asuna is really trapped in a coma in the real world and not able to escape. It has to take Kirito to go along and literally get her out of it so she can actually 
be a most back to the real life. Which which is really weird because we had the previous season, everyone's trapped in the game, you can die. Mm-hmm. The only person really trapped is Asuna. Because he's so obsessively in love with her. He wants to marry her. Well, and the they, objection to yeah, the marriage is like, well, okay, that's fine. I can just trap you to be my forever bride in the world in this game. And so, yeah, he has like very few knowledge about where she is, but she knows he's somehow in this game and he has to find her. Yeah, and that's terrifying. It's one, knowing your your body, your real life body, is basically not defenseless because yeah. he is high profile, but it's still prone and it's laying there. And there's this, yeah. this like crazy line. That's what's Yeah, desperately trying to find you or keep you in this like comatose state. And then also, he's constantly causing issues, he's constantly fighting. Um, yep. he has a ton of resources. He's the worst. He's I don't think there's I don't think there's ever been anything one like one good thing someone has said about him. Oh, I yeah. think people are like, yeah, yeah like how he's designed. <laughs> like not even you have that. To understand the history too. Uh Sugu was selected by Asuno's father to marry her, and he was mm-hmm. soon adopted to the family by his father and studied at the same school. So basically uh, when he saw where the rival, since SAO was clean for good and since it was untouchable, he managed to hack the SAA service through the router and get 300 mines from SAO players, incriminating it sooner as well. And manipulating the minds and people's emotions and memories against the, some of the will. And he goes, it's Fairy King. Yeah. Um, also, I'd like to point out, I... I Wait a minute. I have I can't remember how old is he? Because compared to the other characters, he also looks like a middle-aged man. Because <laughs> everyone knows like Asuna is young and beautiful and stuff. But I think what makes it worse is that his young fairy king look and his real life look make you very angry. They make me angry at least. I'm just like, this guy has a mortgage and like car insurance and a lot of other things he could be dealing with. But he's trying to trap his like ex fiance in this in this virtual world. It's terrible. Oh yeah. I mean, I don't know. He's he's the chief of the research of the rest as the two. Okay, so it's still weird that he's the ex fiance. But she chose Kirito, so she broke it off, and he's upset, and he just can't get over the idea that Suna's not his. And I think he's also the... Him and Suna are the only casualties in Alpha Line, if I'm not mistaken. And of course, Kirito, but like, there's not much people affected by this. But there no. is more people affected to save her into the mission that Kyoto basically learns of. I... Yeah. It's, I, I think also the thing to add to the frustration is that this isn't the first season of the show, so we've come yeah. to love these characters and we're rooting for them to escape and fight through all the craziness that was happening. And if anyone remembers when um, SAO came out, like it was uh, it's that, over the world. It was like Game was of Thrones for anime. Oh yeah. It it conquered the world. And then like even people were trying to sit there and think about like a oh, what was it? Was it game theory? Yeah. That did be like how it, much it would cost to make be a game yeah. would be the most expensive yeah. game ever costing billions of dollars. Thanks, Matt Pat. And so <laughs> is it so when you when you have this many people invested and people are, everyone loves stuff like this. Oh, and then we get into the next season, and then we find this very creepy, annoying, cowardly 
dude who just will not go away, it's it's so it's that much worse. It's oh, not yeah. like season one we were introduced to him and we were like rooting for his downfall. We got into season two and thought it was gonna be you know any who knows what was gonna happen in season two and this is what happened. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. very very annoying. I felt the fans. I I felt it. Like get a clue, go on Tinder, figure it out. Exactly. So yeah, this wraps up our list of most annoying anime characters. Uh, Amano, uh, Nina, Einstein, Excalibur, Misa, mm-hmm. Amane, and Nabuki Sugo. We now let's let's vote for the most annoying. All of these is the most annoying. Yeah. Who's the um, most annoying? We have a coward. We have a psychopath. We have someone to drive you insane just by talking. We have the cyberpunk psychopath protective girlfriend. And we have the ex fiance coming back to I'm going to have to go with Excalibur because everyone else on this list uh, has some type of love interest thing that pulls them in to add to their annoyingness. But Excalibur is annoying for the sake of being annoying, which is worse. <laughs> like, yes, at least people can say, like, so. love is blind or, you know, love oh. makes you do crazy things. Everyone's a fool in love. Excalibur is annoying to be annoying. He makes you hate life just because. So, he's got my vote. Yeah. <laughs> if, if anyone will get me to pound my head on the wall with Peely, it's, it's like Scalable. I would not care yeah. if I lost any motivation to live. Uh, my head would be beaten on the wall to the point I just get him out of my mind. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, because I... <laughs> I think everyone else on this list, you can find some reasoning if you had to work with them to make it worth it. But when the top heroes are saying, I'd rather figure it out, (laughs) when they meet Excalibur, they're like, whatever great evil there is, I'll figure it out. That's a new kind of like, I hate you. (laughs) That's a new kind of rage. So that's 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 I even I hate you. That's literally making other people despise their existence. Just by talking to you and trying to hear you out and just wood vomit all over you to the point that you have no will to live for yourself. That's impressive. I, I, I can't I can't underestimate that any more than I have to. And I will have to add that his appearance somehow makes it worse. Yes. I don't oh. I don't know what it is about the all gray, whitish gray look to him and the fun whimsical look to him oh. with the added annoyance that makes it worse. But like if he was a regular looking character, it wouldn't be as bad. But because he's supposed to look like he's supposed to bring you joy or something, it's worse. It's so much worse. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, this is the episode of most annoying anime characters. We had a decisive list, you know. You know, we had like honorable mentions. No, Sakura is not the most annoying character. I'm just pointing it out there. She might be the She's most. She's frustrating, useless. but not the most annoying. She could be frustrating and useless in see and Naruto, the original series, but she she gets better in Naruto Shippuden, so she gets bearable. And oh. somebody chose her. More than, more than one person was like, yeah, I'll have her on my team, or like, I'll get to know her more. We did not get that with Excalibur. People are like, yeah. I hate him so much. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. People can't... Okay, I reached some whatever Naruto video, and they kept killing off Na- Sakura in the What If series of Naruto, and she was the pink trash can. They didn't show her on screen. It's just a pink trash can. Look, so it, I didn't say that I was pro Sakura, so I'm not. I I'm not on the campaign to change this video. But 
I do vote that she's less annoying than Excalibur. At least she's smart and tries to do something. Yeah. Not all the time, but she is definitely way more useful than a exactly. weapon that is so annoying that you would rather die. <laughs> like, you would um, rather die. But yeah, that's the conclusion of this episode. The pink trash can beats the white sword. They just talk you to death. Here we, we go. Have a nice episode. Whatever rage fit you guys had by us bringing these people up, we apologize. We should have said trigger warning in the beginning for annoying characters, but now you know. If you haven't seen these shows, now you know before you go in that they're exactly. going to be there. <laughs> and if you want to watch them or just skip the episodes with these characters, Good luck. we don't blame you. We don't blame you. But enjoy it anyway. You might enjoy the anime associated with it, so keep that in mind. Watch them. Be annoyed by them, because it does make the fandom conversations better. We just spent an entire hour ranting about how we hate these people. So watch these shows, fall in love with them, and then hate them at the same time. Yeah, exactly. It's it's fun. Just don't be like us. We have to discuss these characters for you. We made a choice. Maybe it wasn't the best choice, but it was still a choice. So Exactly. All right. Well, as we defume for discussion, thank you. And this is the end of the episode. See you guys. Bye, everybody. See you later.